21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Well, I'm Gillian uh, on the founding team of The Business Pickle. It's a funny name, but essentially we're a research platform and business advisory that's here for leaders ready to do good. So as you can probably tell from my accent, we're based in Australia, but we'll bring together global perspectives on how businesses can make a positive social and environmental impact. We do that in lots of ways. So we have a podcast, we have research papers that are free to download, toolkits, all sorts of things. And, but we also run workshops and host events as well. And the real reason that we started the Business Pickle is uh, because we believe that business can be a powerful force for good in the world. But as many of the listeners will know, putting that into action can be really complicated. And so we don't have all the answers ourselves, but we're here to seek them out and bring together these perspectives and the latest research to help leaders find their way through. And one of the topics is food waste. So what are the, let's say, environmental as well as economic impacts of food waste? That's right. So, yeah, we did a bit of a research deep dive into this topic of food waste. And currently, globally, we're wasting a third of the food we produce. And this is just a staggering statistic, particularly when you think about people who are deprived from simple access to basic necessities when it comes to food. And from a personal perspective, I actually used to work for a national food rescue organisation in Australia. And so I started to learn about one, the problem, but two, also what businesses were doing to help. And so, uh, through this research, we spoke to leaders from around the world. Um, Robert Egger, who's the founder of DC Central Kitchen in the States. Jenny Costa, who founded a really innovative condiments company called Rubies in the Rubble, based in the UK, uh, as well as others from the Australian context and startups. So um, while the inefficiency of food waste is really mind-boggling that we're wasting so much food, there are simple things that businesses can do to help, whether it's to redistribute food, repurpose food into exciting new products and find a market for them, um, as well as using technology in really creative ways to to really help solve this problem at a more systemic level. So um, it's really a good example of what we try and do in our research where we're laying out the facts and figures of the problem that businesses may be facing in this space, but also trying to pr provide really tangible, practical actions that businesses can take to help solve that problem. So how can businesses reduce the food waste? So when we think about food waste, obviously not every business is a food food connected business, um, but all of us, whether it's, you know, running events or hosting corporate meetings um, or our staff even um, coming into the office and having lunch together, we're all interacting with food as people every single day. And so for businesses that are connected in some way, whether it's through your suppliers 
or you're a business um, that produces or supplies food, there are lots of different ways to become more aware of what's happening in this space. And so a great port of call would be just to jump on the Business Pickle website because we have a report that's free to download that um, sets out kind of the scale of the problem and how things have gone wrong um, throughout the supply chain. So lots of lots of issues, lots of complexity there from the farm gate, food going to waste there through inefficiencies, market demand changing. Then you look at supermarkets and the, the high expectations that both supermarkets and customers have of, say, what fresh produce looks like versus what's growing in nature. They can be quite different things. Um, and just those kind of high aesthetic standards that we have around our food. Um, and then we've all obviously got waste at the the use level. So maybe it's preparing too much or catering too too much for an event. And so at all these different stages in the supply chain of food, there are opportunities to rescue food, to redistribute food, repurpose it in different ways. And so to jump into some of those solutions in a bit more depth of how businesses can help reduce food waste, one of the really powerful and probably one of the most simple ways is through redistribution. So for instance, we spoke to Robert Egger from DC Central Kitchen in the States. And what they do is they're a social enterprise set up to basically give people um, employment opportunities and also to provide catering services. And through their business, they are able to redistribute food that would otherwise go to waste. So they have direct relationships with farmers and manufacturers, food suppliers of all kinds, where when there's a surplus amount of food, they're able to receive that and um, use that as part of their own product. Then, um, so that's really redistribution. And um, for businesses that maybe are left with food, a really simple thing is to look in your local area um, or your state or nation, whatever it might be, find a food um, rescue organization or a local charity that's working with people in the community to get that food to them before it goes to waste. So that's redistribution. Then if we think about repurposing, this is where um, you take food that maybe it's those those examples from supermarkets not wanting food that doesn't look quite right or that is you know a bit wobbly or whatever it might be. And so a business like Ruby's in the Rubble based in the UK, they basically receive stock of all this fresh, fresh produce that can't be sold in supermarkets for aesthetic reasons or other reasons like that, but it's still safe to eat. And in a in a different world, it, it, like in a different um, set of circumstances, that may well end up in landfill, it may end up in the bin. But what they do is they've created a range of chutneys, preserves, to basically sell in supermarkets around the UK and restaurant outlets. And so they've they've really added value to that produce. What started as something that was seen as quite low value is now a high value product. And so that's a big opportunity for businesses. This isn't just about, you know, giving food away out of the goodness of our hearts, which is a great, great thing to do. This is about a real commercial opportunity to create high value products from something that's previously seen as a low value kind of produce item. And so that's repurposing. And then the third kind of solution we looked at is how businesses can apply technology to create new innovations. And this really works well for those hard to manage wastes. So if you think about, say, the the bin or the you know the garbage bin in a food port, 
that's a really messy mix of food waste, plastic waste, all sorts of things. And that's really hard to know what to do with to create any value out of that. And, and so what one business is doing in Australia, they're called GoTerra, they actually use um, larvae of flies in a really controlled, healthy environment to process those hard to manage food wastes. And they eat around all the plastic, they eat around you know all the other rubbish that's in there. And they, um, they basically feed on the food uh, and transform it into chicken feed, as well as um, products that can be used for soil amendment. So there is sort of great solutions happening in that technology space of using basically technology to create these well-managed controlled environments for this process to happen, but also using the best of nature, you know, insects are nature's cleaners. So they're really using that thing that's always been the case, applying it in a new way to solve a problem. And so they've got um, things that almost look like shipping containers with all this technology embedded in the bottom of shopping centers, in the bottom of commercial buildings to, to generate um, valuable product on site where the waste is happening. So those are just some examples that hopefully highlight all the creative and practical things businesses can do and are doing in this space to help this problem of food waste. What do you think is the importance of making positive social and environmental impacts through business? And in what ways can leaders benefit their businesses by investing in these goals? At the Business Pickle, we talk a lot about doing business for good or making a positive impact through business in social, environmental ways. And for some leaders listening, maybe they think, why is that my priority? Why should that be my focus? And it's a fair question because just in the simple day-to-day running of a business, there is already so much complexity to manage. Um, And even just being able to keep your staff happy, keep your customers or clients happy, you know, for a lot of people, that's, that's the extent of doing good in business is providing quality products and services, providing jobs and kind of calling it a day there. But for a growing number of leaders uh, and businesses, we're seeing this trend towards thinking more broadly about their social and environmental impacts. So for some, they look at, say, becoming carbon neutral, thinking about their energy use and emissions. Others look at donating revenue or part of their profits to a cause that they believe in that's aligned with their company. Um, And others go through full supply chain assessments, thinking about ethics, environmental, sustainable practices at every step. So there's a lot of breadth when we think about this space. Um, But I think what we're seeing and what we're hearing even from some of our own clients is this growing push from whether it's customers, clients, even investors, expecting businesses to uphold certain standards. And that's growing in terms of the reporting that's required from businesses and even listed businesses that now have extra requirements around sustainability reporting and all these things. And so 
more broadly, we're seeing it shift from just being a nice to have for businesses to a must have, something that they're thinking about. And um, our advice to businesses would be, say you've, you've never thought about this space or you've, you've not thought about your impact in a strategic planned way, now's the perfect time to start because you can almost catch the wave that's that's coming um, rather than being a bit, you know, after that kind of, of the majority of businesses thinking about these things. Uh, we actually did some research where we, uh, we surveyed a number of business leaders and entrepreneurs. And one of the interesting findings through that, that survey was that 70% of those leaders agreed that businesses have a responsibility to improve their impact on the world, which is really encouraging. But we also found that only 40% of those surveyed felt personally responsible to make a positive impact through business. So that's a really interesting disconnect that whilst um, people might see it as you know a business priority, when they think about their personal values and what's driving them in their work, maybe that's not quite aligned. So that's a, an interesting problem, but we hope that we'll see those two figures become closer together um, over time. Going into a little bit of my story, um, becoming part of the Business Pickle team, you know, I was working in the nonprofit sector in a really interesting organization in a very stable job. And so um, the question for me was, why do I step out of that and jump into something that's quite risky? We're starting, you know, being part of something from the ground up, building something that might change over time. And uh, really the idea for the business pickle just came out of a casual conversation over a meal. And um, I was discussing with some friends uh, about some examples of businesses I'd seen where they dramatically shifted their approach in order to be more impactful. And just the inspiration that came out of that conversation was quite something. And so through a series of conversations following that with my co-founder, Simon, we thought, you know what, we think this is worth taking a bet on. Um, because we think, you know, personally, I think it's so important that um, entrepreneurs who are some of the most creative people in our societies are the ones who are driving change for good for people and the planet. Um, and so initially we were talking just about a podcast and exclusively focusing on that, but as, as we you know, thought through the process more and um, started working on some ideas and testing some things, we thought there's so much more here. And so that's how I really started doing some more in-depth research, which is my background, pro providing these reports and so on. And, you know, there have been ups and downs. We've had to change our approach a few times over the past year and a half or so from that initial idea of a podcast over a, over a lunch conversation to something that's uh, much broader now, thinking about consulting services and this research platform and all sorts. And um, some days it can feel like, have we bitten off more than we can chew? Um, but I think the, the, like the feedback that we get from people interacting with our resources 
clients that we work with is a real motivator to keep going and and think even if we even if you know our, our impact is that you know a conversation with a leader can make one small change in their business for me that's a motivation that there is going to be growing impact over time so yeah we're learning a lot i'm learning a lot um but it's encouraging as well to see how many leaders do want to do good in the world and to just uncover some of these amazing things that are happening um, in different industries. A big motivator for a number of leaders through you know, thinking about the impact of their business is around getting a good story out of it to be able to share with their customers and clients and create a bit of um, difference in the market and you know that's that's a very um, understandable motivator right like good for PR good stories good for our brand and really we hope that that is a byproduct of doing this work but um, I think personally for leaders to be able to have a bit of time self-reflecting on what you want to do in the world I think all of us want to be part of something bigger than just ourselves we all want to create some positive change in the world and the impact, the potential impact that you can have as a leader, as an entrepreneur in business is significant. That's your sphere of influence. And so I think moving beyond just, you know, we're doing this for a good PR story and genuinely considering the, the people that you're impacting, the environmental impacts that you're having and seeking out how you can change is a really powerful thing. And yes, there will be great stories out of it. But those stories won't just be um, through the lens of virtue signaling or greenwashing that we hear so much about these days. It'll be about genuine stories of impact of what you've learned and also sharing ideas to other businesses of what they can be doing. So you can create almost a domino effect of change in your, in your industry and those peers that you have around you. So if uh, listeners are interested in learning more about the business pickle, downloading some of our research, listening to a podcast. You can find it all at our website, thebusinesspickle.com. Uh, we also have a regular newsletter that goes out that you can subscribe to via the website. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.